Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 68. I'm your host, Mr. Lennon Burton, joined by my disrespectful co-host as always, Mr. Krista SJE. I just want the Anime Talk community, the fans of Haikyuu, to know how much disrespect I endure defending Haikyuu on a regular basis to this guy. It, 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 it's so bad that it, it really upsets me. Like in, a, in the, Like, in my anime fan side of me, not our friendship, because I don't give a fuck what you like, but on my on my anime fan side of me to see someone whose opinion I respect so much, just disrespect arguably the greatest sports anime of all time. It's just so, it's just so hurtful. Now see, you know what I'm saying? I know how it feels to be an attack on Titan hater and not understand the hype. And then I know what it feels like to be caught up on Attack on Titan and understand the hype and be super fucking pissed off at the niggas who just disrespect That's uh, Attack right on Titan now. based off of season one. But, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm trying to look up if Haikyuu had a season in 2018. But I know for sure niggas would say that was the, the hottest volleyball anime <laughs> of the year. Not when Harold Connor received drop. I, I know you. I know you know that's the that's the English version. It just dropped Bro, in America. You get out of here with that, my guy. Get out of here with that. Don't talk. I'm so sick of all you magical girl fan niggas just hitting up my DMs and talking to me about. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And that's one. Like and for the record, I don't fuck with the magical girl genre. I haven't seen nothing like that. But how kind of receive? Get that out of here, Liddy, bro. High Q fans, go get in this niggas DMs and go get on his. And I'm not gonna lie. I can't talk shit. All I'm going to say is I can't talk shit about Haikyuu from episode six or episode seven, wherever I dropped it at. I was like somewhere You're, halfway through five, season one. And I was like, man, Five episodes, five, six episodes. That's all you watch. The, the nigga's not even in high school yet. That's the man. crazy thing. Like, the he's not so even lame, in bro. his team. Like, don't don't talk to me. I got to go back. I'm, I'm going to give it another try. I'm going to get you back to y'all. I promise I will. Like, because the re- the thing with me is, I had no interest in watching Full Metal Alchemist. No interest in watching Attack on Titan. Watched the first few episodes of Full Metal Alchemist. I was like, boy, have I ever me. steered you wrong? Like, have I ever? I, I know that's I, anime blasphemy, but I knew it as I said it. That's why when I went back to Full Metal Alchemist, I finished watching it to the end. When I got to on Attack on Titan, I finished watching it till season three. I'm like, I have to have a full. I hate when people do that about One Piece. I have to have a full ingestion of it before I can talk shit. So I gotta say, I my batting average is high. My suggestion I, I was batting average to hate high. Full Metal. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was expecting to have no redeeming quality from Full Metal Alchemist, but I could see it being in people's top ten. It's in my top ten. A lot of people, it's in their number one, but I don't. It doesn't make my top three. But uh, I, I'll put it in my top ten. I'll say that. You know what I'm saying? But it That's was a great story. It deserves great characters. Either. And the thing is, I didn't understand why it deserved. Whenever people said number one favorite anime, I was like, fuck, out of here. I was like, full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I'm like, I remember watching that as a kid. You feel me? Don't swim. I was like, I didn't really fuck with it, like, talking about. But I wasn't really old enough to grasp. I guess I watched Full Metal Alchemist first before Brotherhood. And Brotherhood's but, the one. I, I tell people, don't even bother with the first with the Full Metal Alchemist. Don't bother. I, I didn't watch it, like, as an adult. But I'm saying uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Attack on Titan were two shows that I hated off of the strength of the first season. Bleach was one of those episodes. I mean, not Bleach. Uh, Bleach and Black Clover were two of those shows where episode one, I couldn't get past it. The episode one was just so bad for me. But I even like Black Clover and Bleach now to this day getting further. I'm not caught up on Bleach, but I'm like, 
in the fucking um, after the Ukiora arc. You know what I'm saying? So like I I'm feel still further than you. Crazy. And I, I I passed your ass up. I had to stop because like I'm just waiting yeah, I was for the new you one. For to a second. Then I just stop and then you pass me up and you've been gone ever since. You feel me? You are you at the thousand blood war arc? Uh, I'm at the I'm at the arc right before it. Okay, so you're around it. You you almost caught up. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm right there. I'm just waiting for the anime just, to drop. I know how it feels being in the Attack on Titan hate club and the Full Metal Alchemist hate club, and now being on the Full Metal Alchemist fan club and the Attack on Titan stand club. So I understand the the reason why people get mad at other shit. So I I do tend to shy away from saying I don't like certain shit before giving it a full try. So I'm saying, but Haikyuu is one of them things that I, that shit gotta grow exponentially to grow on me, bro. Like, that's what I'm lie. just look. Just give it a shot. That's all I'm gonna say. Just give because my try. batting average is high when it comes to suggestions on this show. And that's one that I stand behind firmly. But we got a lot to get into. 2021's wrapping, looking to be like an amazing year. And let's start off with the news. So starting off, we got the My Hero Season 5 trailer. It's coming March 27th, 2021. We just see the beginning, like, stages of the arc. I'm very interested to see, do we get the end of her training arc and My Villain Academia? Gonna be interesting to see if we get both, but... We're definitely going to learn a lot about Deku and uh, One for All this season. Chris, what did you think about the trailer? Are you excited for the new season? I'm excited for the new season. Me not being a manga reader, you know what I'm saying? Um, the the new season trailers, like I remember I felt like this a little bit with the last season trailer too. I was hyped for it, but I didn't know what to expect. because I just saw a bunch of new characters. I saw a bunch of new, uh, you know, areas or a bunch of new, uh, you know, s- scenery. <laughs> backgrounds yeah. or whatever but at the same time i don't know what's about to happen like even knowing that there's a, a league of villains um art coming up and spoiler alert another art coming up too that everybody's been referencing on twitter you know what i'm saying uh but at the same time i don't know shit like i'm one of the people who i could duck spoilers fairly easily you feel me so i'll be ducking all of my heroes uh spoilers and i'm i always regret not reading the manga but I'm glad we're getting these seasons back to back. Like we get the season every year at this point. And I feel like it's catching me up quick enough to where like I still want to read the manga, but it's not making it to where I'm going too long without my hero content. Also, I think we need to talk about Horikoshi at Jump Festa. This took a lot of people by surprise. And I don't I, I personally I'm I'm gonna give my thoughts once I say it, but Horikoshi said that my hero may be ending soon. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And, and a lot of people were talking about it. A lot of people were taking it as fact, like, oh, my hero's about to end. Look, to me, there's the story is how Deku became the greatest hero of all time. There's no way this story's about to end now. I think we have at least six more years of my hero at a minimum. That's if they decide not to do any spinoffs. That's if we don't get Vigilante's anime. And like Horikoshi at one point said we were only getting two movies. We're now getting a third probably a fourth like he said this is this reminds me of when Oda's like oh yeah one piece is 80 percent done and we still have two three more years and now he's saying 80 percent done like there's no way my hero is about to end anytime soon especially because shonen jump knows what they have the partnership with marvel shows me that they're learning how they handle things like they're not to do their they're not about to do their superhero universe like this there's i i don't believe that yeah, I, I believe it, but I don't believe it as far as the universe. Like whenever, whenever he says, you know, my hero, my hero my, academia is about to end. I feel my like hero maybe my proper. hero academia. And then we get like my hero Shippuden. We might get the the, the exactly. continuation. And I feel like he may put things in a place to where Deku will be the main character of the next season, but it won't be the same series. Like it won't be all the same main character. He'll be out of school. 
exactly. It'll be like the real world and it won't be the same. Like he won't be in his class anymore. He'll be in the real world. I feel like certain people in his class are going to take the back seat. Certain people in his class are going to take place as big people in the world. And then we're going to see a new generation come up. And at the same time, we're going to see, um, we're going to see other shit. Like, I feel like my hero academia being over is just saying we're about to end this. Like, it's like Chainsaw Man going from part one to part two. Cause if, when you get to the end of part one in the manga, like no spoiler alert, but you, you see it's clearly when they, it restarts, it's not going to be the same energy. Like it's taking a whole different direction. So, and I really like that kind of shit. Cause Naruto Shippuden is just like a time skip and it's same story. It just picks up from where it left see, off. I feel, like the, I feel like it's going to be a time skip. Like I feel like it's, there's not. Well, no, there has to be a time skip. There's but no I'm just saying way, it's going to be more than just a time skip. There's no way we deal with Shigaraki and everything all for one has within my hero proper. Like, that's why I don't even think it's going to be like new generation. Like, no, like I do think we're going to get that, but I think that's later down the line with spinoffs and whatnot. I still, I think it's going to be my hero agency where Deku's like in his agency and like, we got to deal with Shigaraki. Like it's time, like it's time to, to do the final war type shit leading and up. My to thing that. is, I feel like they're going to, they're going to do that. But at the same time, they're going to end my hero academia. And like how you say my hero agency, that's a, that's a great name. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they could, they're going to probably do something like that to be like my hero, something else. It's like not the school, but it's like my hero yeah. grownups. And it's going to be like completely different, uh, completely different setting, completely different ages, time skip. But it's like Naruto Shippuden was anime only. Like Naruto was just Naruto as far as the manga, right? That's if true. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's like same thing with, with one piece. It's just one piece, but I wish they would do like a new world kind of thing. But the anime is just one piece too. You feel me? But I feel like my hero is definitely going to break off as far as anime and a manga. And I feel like that's going to be different. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't like be Dragon mad at Ball that. and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. And, but like I said, I just don't think Horror Coach is ending it anytime soon. But excited March 27th. We know what's going to be on that spring watch. We got a lot of stuff and, that's going to be on that spring watch. And I hope he ain't ending it no time soon. And I hope, like, I'm, I'm, we're both theorizing that he's and then some in a chapter or whatever. And then like, he's going to go on to like building the world and keep going with the original story and just have a bunch of other pieces at play. But at the same time, bro, I, I really don't want, I really don't want that shit to really end in six years. Like what yeah. if he's like, all right, I'm really dropping out the game. But if I know anything about Shona Jump, they crack that fucking That's whip, what I'm so. saying. They're not about to let him go. No way. <laughs> two movies. <laughs> you thought. <laughs> you that's might want to do two movies. two movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he legit thought he was only going to do two movies. Nigga, we on three. We're about to do four next year. Get ready. You're in this for the long haul. You know what's fucked up? You know what I just thought of that I really hope he doesn't do? <laughs> he he He's overseeing... Uh, vigilantes, but what if he ends my hero? He's like, that's the only one I'm writing. Everything else I'm giving to everybody else. I'm just gonna oversee it, direct it, and let all these spinoffs go on. And even the future, I'll let the future of my hero, like with Deku's see, adult life. That that I don't want. He can't. That's he what has, I'm saying. He has to do Deku's adult life. All the other spinoffs, I do see other people doing though. And like, I definitely see the spinoff, but like he's already showing you that he's not scared to get. You know what I'm saying? True. I just don't want my hero's future to get the Boruto treatment. Same. No, I agree 100%. Next up, we got a full Promise Neverland trailer. Now we get to see what the season's about. We're seeing them in uh, the forest with some demons. Chris, what'd you think of this trailer? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I, I like the first trailer a lot. The short one, but this is just like a little bit longer. It gives you a little bit more. I, I got a more clear look of one of the demons, demonic entities, and I'm excited because uh, I already know it's about to be action packed, more action packed than the first season. And if I know anything about the first season, didn't give me uh, except not saying it didn't give me exceptional action, but it wasn't like your typical action anime. 
and you didn't get a lot of those typical action-y scenes that people wow over, like with the Tournament of Power, or the, you know what I'm saying, or the, the, the My Hero Academia great fight scenes, but a lot I kind of seen without even giving you that. Yeah. Just the see- fact that they're about to start giving us that, like not fight scenes, but more action scenes. We see Emma training with the bow right. already. Shit's going to be litty. That means people picking up Blicky soon enough. I'm excited. It's coming. Bruh. So I'm Promise Neverland season two. Harper. Promise Neverland season two is going to be great. So we got a lot to look forward to that. But speaking of the spring, the spring is going to be jam-packed. Eden Zero, April 2021. Look, we're reviewing that. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. We're reviewing Eden Zero. It has to be done. It's one of me and Chris's favorite. And we're going to do a video about the five reasons why you should check it out. So be on the lookout for that. But like, goat, I'm excited for Eden Zero. I'm going to save all my thoughts on why people should be excited for that for the other video. You can go check that out. But like, just had to drop the news April 2021. Thanks, bro. I'm super excited for this one. Like, I just got to see a trailer at this point. At this point, give us a trailer. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So that's what we got on that. But speaking of Chainsaw Man, last week you were wondering, what would that second part be about? Will Dingy be in it? Will he won't? Well, I got it for you. Uh, I didn't at, know this news. At Jump Festa, they said on Saturday, they revealed that the second part of Chainsaw Man will feature the manga's school arc where Dingy will be going to school. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> This is news to me. Like, you telling me this is my first oh, no, time hearing I, it. I, I didn't say it to you. I didn't send it to you previously on purpose. Whew. Well, that's, that changes things a little bit. I definitely got faith in Fujimoto because, like, just his story writing, uh, storytelling, and uh, artwork. Just, you know what I'm saying? His storytelling, I, I know he's not going to fail. You feel me? But at the same time, I hate typical. I'm tired of typical school settings. And I'm sitting there like, bro, this is like some adult type shit. Like, I know he's a younger, uh, younger dude, but... Uh, like, he's kind of growing up, you know what I'm saying? It's not like no huge time skips a, or anything. But in he's a dingy. He ain't never been to school ever. And that's that's my thing. Like, I know for sure one of my favorite parts about Chainsaw Man, you know, I do love all the all the aspects of it as far as, like, the horror aspects, the action aspects, the shonen aspects, the saning aspects. But comedy, that's, like, one of my favorite things about Chainsaw Man. It's got dark humor, weird humor, and just, you know, blunt-in-your-face humor. Definitely a lot of visual humor with, like, the faces and everything. But, uh... Like, I'm not going to lie. If it keeps that same comedy energy, I'm going to be excited, but I hope it keeps all the other energy as well. Because I yes. love the the gumbo of it. Look, I, I can't speak too much. I'm, I'm, I'm catching up slowly, but, like, interesting. The school arc, just wanted to throw that out there for Chainsaw Man fans because cool. I, know, I know Chris was speculating and I knew this was going to hit him left. He thought he was going to something <sighs> completely different, but, no, we're going to school. <laughs> like, and I'm not gonna lie, bro. I didn't know what to expect. Like, when you were about to say it, I'm like, okay, so you're about to tell me about the, what's the next art gonna be. So I'm like, all right, what is it? And I don't wanna say nothing, but like, I, I'm thinking all kind of shit in my head, but uh, school art. School art. That nigga dingy <laughs> is past school, bro. This nigga dingy got chainsaws his hands, nigga. <laughs> dingy past school. Even if he don't got, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, whatever, even if they do something in the future, like, this nigga dingy is a fool. Like, he too dumb for school, too. Like, he one of them characters, like, what? It's like Goku getting a school arc. It's like school arc. You know, Goku, you're a grown man and you never went to school. It's like it's been off a spin-off fucking show about a slice of life Goku in school. Well, we're gonna find out soon enough, but I just want to let you let you know what was coming. But next up, Whew. I'm so excited. This got announced. Record of Ragnarok. We got a trailer. Look, for people who don't know what this is, basically. Earth is ending. The gods want to destroy humanity. They're fed up. They, they're done with them. And one of the 
God's assistance of Valkyrie was like, we need to do Ragnarok because it's the right thing. She believes in humanity and what Ragnarok is. It's a tournament of all of humanity's greatest fighters coming to take on the gods. You'll see just, I don't want to spoil any names, but I'll give you one. The first man, Adam, will be in the show. He'll be taking on people. You'll see different people from history, like maybe a Jack the Ripper. Like there's so many different, like, yeah, like it's one of those. It's not like, it's a, it's literally throughout the world's their greatest heroes versus the different gods. You may see like God, God. You may see Zeus. You may see Odin, like just different niggas. Crystal was, me and Chris have been arguing about this in, in, in our chat for a while, but like I'm letting you people know this is not God of High School, where it's just about fights. This is not Baki, just about fights. The story in this is ama- amazing, and the action is just as great to follow suit. I'm just telling you, man, this is one that people need to be excited for. Are you excited? Hell yeah, I'm excited for this one. First of all, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm Joe's God. You feel me? I'm Joe's God. I need to change my name on Twitter to Joe's God, bro. I Joe's first instinct. But as soon as I first saw the screenshots and I saw a lot of things from, uh, like, what is it, the main promotional picture? Yeah. I saw that shit, I was like, Baki. We getting Baki. We get a new Baki. But a uh, new Baki alert, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't know too much about it. And this before I spoke with you about it, I had all these preconceived notions about it. And I was like, this could be cool, but I'm going to make fun of it before it drops, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, then we talked and you told me a little bit about it, like with the, um, you know, the, the Adam and everything. Uh, and then I was like, wait, you told me about this, like, Two years ago, three years ago, almost like two. I don't know how how, how long ago Thank it was. You. I'm so happy you this. say this because, like, I have. As soon as you said Jack the Ripper and Adam, you told me about this in detail. How you were fucking with it super hard. I think, matter of fact, you may have told me that last year on the way to, on the way to like to uh, one of the conventions. Yeah, to the convention, I remember you yeah. told me about it, and I was super hype. I was like, that shit does sound dope as fuck. But I never went back and read the manga. But uh, just off of the promotional image, I was I was bullshitting off of it. But the trailer, you know what I'm saying? We got everything everything we need, I'm just ready for it. Like, I'm, I'm actually excited to see what it's about, especially because I'm big on story and I am big on action. The reason why I didn't like God of High School is because it was all action to me. Yeah. And uh, apparently people who read this, the, the manga or the manhua, they, they didn't do uh, a good they, enough job explaining. The webtoon, yeah, definitely. They, they definitely didn't adapt it as well as the source material from what I hear. Because people who re- read the source material are like literally stands they love and they, yeah. even they are critical of the anime. So I, I could understand uh, Hopefully Ragnarok don't do that. It, yeah, I, I pray to God it doesn't because it's an amazing story and just can't wait for that. That's something 2021 as well. 2021 is jam-packed. That's going to be something huge. This next story, I'm going to let you just, I'm going to let you cook. This is a let Chris a cook segment because I know the anger is coming. I'm just going to say this. I need to, I need this company to stop doing these announcements until we see one of the things they're making. So Netflix is making a Yu Yu Hakusho live oh, okay. action. Okay. Krissa, I, I know we've talked this podcast through and through about live actions. I'm just saying I need to see the bebop before I can judge any of this other stuff. But how do you feel about it? I thought I thought you about to go super left. Like I was like, what are you about to, is, about to, is Bandai doing some shit? I thought you were setting up for a Bandai spike. But, uh, the Yu Yu Hakusho, me and Otaku guy got into it. Not got into it, but we was arguing on the timeline by that because uh, I'd seen 
a picture of like the uh, the manga, like a promotional picture of it, but they didn't use the live action characters. It was just like a picture of the manga. And uh, it was in Japanese. I didn't translate it. I just quote retweeted. I was like, let's go. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I was like, new Yu Yu Hakusho content. Let's get it. And Otaku got hit me up instantly. It was like, no, bro, stop. You tripping. <laughs> really? You Read it. So I went back. I translated it. I'm like, oh. I'm like, ah, stage play. I am more. Well, no, it's going to be a live. It's going to be like, a, it's not going to be a stage play. It's going to be a, like a, a live action live, like American live action. Wait, so this is a live action show? America's doing a live action show. Yes. <laughs> like like I said, like the Bebop shit like that. It's gonna be like Bebop, like One Piece, live action to fill in their anime, like live action American style stuff. That's why niggas was like Blake Griffin needs to play Corbara. Clown. I don't want to touch. I don't want fucking. Um. I don't want Netflix to touch One Piece, but they're doing that, and me and you are both fearful of that. At the Big same time, time, they do a good job. I'll give them props. You feel me? Same time, they're doing Cowboy Bebop, and I, you know how weary I am and how scared, scared I am of that shit, especially with all these fucking announcements and no trailer, no nothing, just announcements, announcements, announcements. But this one... This is, this is another just announcement. <laughs> this is one that I'm physically like... Mm-mm, mm, I feel the that. same way about One Piece that I feel about this. It's like, how... How are you, if you're not putting in millions and millions of dollars budget into this, it's going to look bad because like... Not America, yes, bro. Don't use I know, Turner, my nigga. I know the first arc is very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, like, misleading in how much money you need to spend. Like, the most you think is the eyes on Hiei. But no, no, no. Wait till you go to the Saint Beast arc and you have to go to the Demon World and climb up the Demon Tower and we have to see Kurobara fight a big Tiger Man. Like, what are we talking about, bro? The amount of money that has to go into this to make this look good has to be a lot. And that's what I'm saying. I need to see how One Piece is going to look first. I need to see how Bebop is going to look first before I can judge this because if they don't look good, there's no way I'm buying you. We're going to make you, you Hakusho look good, let alone if the story is good. I'm talking about just aesthetics right now because I can't judge the story until I definitely watch the Bebop series. But even then, I have to watch the One Piece series because that's truly shonen. And that'll show me if you can adapt something like you, you Hakusho. So there's so many levels to this that where I'm like, Netflix, can you just please give us one of these first before we get a Naruto announcement, a Black Clover announcement, all these things you're doing. Like, I need at least just one. I need to see one. Because right now, all we can judge it on is Death Note. And like you said, Light Turner is ass. Thanks. I, I want to expound upon all your points. I thought it was going to be one or two, but like definitely whenever you said, give us one before you give us all these announcements, I'm going to elaborate on that by saying, bro, it, it sounds like y'all got too much dip on y'all chip. It sounds like y'all trying to live action Shonen Jump. Crossover, yeah, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> We're doing One Piece Dragon Ball crossover live action next. It's like, nigga, hold up now. Y- y- y'all, y'all got y'all doing too fucking much right now. Y'all give us a One Piece announcement, Death, not Death Note, uh, One Piece announcement, Cabo Bebop, Yu Yu Hakusho announcement. Wh- who gave y'all good reviews on the Bleach announcement? Who gave y'all good <laughs> reviews on the Full, Met- uh, Full Metal Alchemist? I don't know if Netflix did it, Full Metal Alchemist. No, it was just, that's the Japanese version. The, both but, of those are Japanese. These are strictly But American. I don't know if they were Netflix Japanese. Like, oh, I, no, I think no, Full Metal Alchemist was Netflix Japanese. Like, it was a exclusive out there. But this is completely different. Like, this is American. Like, these are the people who did The Witcher. Like, this is what we have to judge. Like, Witcher of Altered Carbon. Like, it's the American studio. Man, shout out my bro. Um, uh, shout out the boy, uh, Mother's Basement on YouTube. I watched one of his videos like the other day, and he was talking about uh, 
I didn't watch the full video, but he was talking about Wix. I don't know if you ever, you know what Wix is. It's like the little fairies. It's like a little cartoon. Oh, like a little fairy girl. They're, do, they're doing a live action of that too, and it doesn't look and good. the trailer looks horrible because they didn't capture the aesthetic. They went completely left. And the thing is, if you're going to adapt something, a lot of people don't really understand that concept in the post-2015 era, I guess. But people don't understand the fact that if you adapt something, you're not adapting it for people who don't know what it is. You're adapting it for that fan base because if you adapt it and the people who don't know what it is are curious, they're, the only thing they have to go off of is what people are saying. So when that trailer drops and the shit don't capture the same aesthetic, the fans are like, no, send it back. And the fans who don't know are sitting there like, yeah, that shit look whack. And they, they really don't know, but at the same time, you're killing yourself before you even really get started. Now with the, the light turner shit, the whole Death Note, the reason why that was trash is because Death Note is what? Like psychological thriller, horror, mystery. They took all that element out and they went straight horror. They said, oh, y'all have a great story about like the mental fight between Light and L and the whole back and forth. It's like, how does he do it? Whack, Japanese niggas are weird. Let's turn this into Final Destination. <laughs> you'd miss the whole point of why anyone would want to make an adaptation of Death Note. So yep. when you do Yu Yu Hakusho, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to just, are we not going to get Hiei Kurama? Are we just going to get Yusuke dies? And then a season of, like a, a super long season of just him as a ghost? Remember the first three or four episodes of Yu Yu Hakusho worst. before he came back to life? <laughs> yeah, what if they made that, like, what if they made a whole live action series based off of just that? We don't get none of the demon shit, or they try to make it work where they write it into the thing where use case still dead. Are they, or, are they, are they love the idea of him being a spirit detective and then they make it like he has to exactly. solve mysteries? No Saint Beast arc. No, no Rambo arc. Not Rambo. Uh, <laughs> Rando. <laughs> Rando. Rando arc. No fucking dark tournament Taguro arc. Like, first of all, I don't want to see that shit anyway. I doubt that they're going to get these characters looking good. I didn't even I didn't even go as far as Toguro because I'm like, you gotta prove to me with the Saint Beast before I can even buy Toguro, let alone Rando. <laughs> like Toguro ain't even really look right in Jump Force, and that's a fucking <laughs> video game. I'm sitting there like you can't even capture Toguro's essence. They, they did a good job, the closest they could, but like nigga, Toguro is meant for like that animation style. Like, that's why I don't even like really think about Yu Yu Hakusho getting rebooted or reanimated because they did such a great job. Like the Dark Tournament arc, when you get to these Hiei Bui fights or just any fights with Dragon Darkness Flame, really, the, the director made it a point to make everything cinematic and every moment hit hard to where- like, It's going to take a lot for me to believe someone is, an actor is Hiei doing, <laughs> hitting them with the flame. Like it's going to take a lot for me to believe that. I can't get jiggy with it, bro. Unless you got <laughs> Justin Cook ass in there as Yusuke. Uh, and I'll hear that voice. If I don't hear that UK voice, what kind of what kind of live action person could deliver the attitude that you? And UK also, delivers? the thing is, if it's American, this is something me and Schubert talked about because this news came out right before Bros Who Binge dropped. Uh, they have to with Cowboy Bebop with um, One Piece. I expect to see different races because, like One Piece, Luffy is Brazilian. Zoro's Japanese, like they're like Nami is a Swedish girl. Sanji's from France. Frankie's from America. Like it's all different races and nationalities. Would you have to show? I better see Kurbara and Yusuke as Japanese kids. That's a fact. Like they have I definitely to be, don't want them to whitewash this shit. Like I you, love white like, people, but don't like. Look, this the shit. demons. You can make Kurama and Hiei white dudes. I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that because like they're demons. But Yusuke, Kurbara, Keiko. And all the friends and family have to be Japanese people. They just have to be. Man, they turn Light Yagami into Light Turner. The niggas are in there in that fucking Netflix office. They're like, Yusuke, you're a messy. Nah, Steven Johnson, let's go. 
<laughs> Let's fucking go. Steven Andy, Johnson. Andy fucking, <laughs> Andy fucking Stevenson. Let's get it, bro. <laughs> MC. All I, bro, the thing is, you know, I would actually be hyped if they did like a, if it was like a, a, a black lead, you feel me? Like, like a black use cake. And then you get like a Blake Griffin looking like white boy, cool bar, you know what I'm saying? And they get like a You would be okay kinda... with that, but niggas would not be like, you can't do that. You can't do, it I'll has do it. to be. It'll be it a fun adaptation. Like, let me know that shit is not going to be nowhere near what Yu Yu Hakusho, the story. <laughs> let me know, like, if it's going to be bullshit. Because the thing with Death Note is they fucking flipped it, but they tried to make it seem like it was the same story, but flipped it. It's like, don't even make that shit seem like the same story. Let me know I'm in an alternate reality version of Yu Yu Hakusho before you start this shit. Because don't, don't destroy everything my childhood has built up with this one. You know what I'm saying? I had to get your take on it because I knew it was gonna be something. Cause like that when shit I, dropped in '92 and it still looked good. Don't tell me we need a live action version. When we saw that, when I saw the news for that, I was like, "Ooh, geez, oh man!" But speaking of Death Note, uh, the, the series creator uh, Mirai uh, Kakashi or Kakaheshi uh, made a new made a, a manga called Platinum In, and the it's, we're now getting to anime for it in fall 2021. This is the story. Of what it's oh no that is not the uh, anime creator's name that is the main character's name well the creator Death Note made a uh, story called Platinum In we're getting it in anime form fall twenty twenty one this is what it's about Mirai Kakahashi is a young student fed up with life of of uh, of a life of abuse from his uncle and aunt who raised him since his parents' death but is saved by a guardian angel called Nahas. And after attempting to commit suicide upon learning from Nahas that his foster parents were responsible for the death of his father and mother, Mirai uses the power she bestows upon him in order to confront and enact justice. However, Mirai's ordeals are just beginning as Nahas informs him that God will retire in 999 days and their 13 candidates to replace him were selected, including Mirai himself. To make matters worse, not only can Mirai not refuse to take part in the contest to decide the next God, but among the other candidates, those of capable of anything to win, including killing all the other competition as soon as possible. So it seems like we're about to get a big battle to the death to see who's about to be God. This sounds interesting, especially coming from the Death Note creator. I'm excited for this. We got a little teaser trailer. It looked pretty good. Chris would be in the Death Note stand that you are. Are you excited for this Platinum's Super. in? Super. This may be excited. the best of 2021. This may be like one of those sleepers. You never know. With me, Death Note was such an iconic... Uh, manga anime for so many different reasons you know what i'm saying but this one is one that i've been eyeing for at least a couple years i don't know how long it's been out but i want to say i've been seeing it on the books uh books a million barnes and noble shelves for at least a year but uh ever since i first saw it in barnes and noble i, I remember the exact moment i was like what the fuck is this so i see it i don't even put two or two together that it's the same mangaka from death note when i first see it i just look at it the fucking uh, manga cover is holographic. Every single one of them. I'm looking at it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is beautiful. And I don't know if you've seen the um some of the manga covers. It just It's a beautiful art style. It's like, it reminds me of what Death Note would look like in like a sci-fi fantasy kind of world. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely, mm. I definitely like that because he draws very regular looking characters. Like he doesn't have the Goku, Gon. Oh yeah, hair. they look he pretty has, wild. Yeah, they, they look this. like some... They got a lot of uh, they they feel very real. Like a lot of his, I like I like his character design because you know he has a lot of emotion and just expressions. You know what I'm saying? And he's 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 good at that. And the thing is, this has been on my to read list for like a strong year, so, or maybe more than that since the first time I've seen it. And I've just been putting it off to read other shit, watch other shit, and uh, this is just the perfect way for me to get 
into it. Like, you're giving me an anime adaptation. I watch the first season of it. If I like the first season enough, like, I'm reading Fire Force. You know what I'm saying? Of the strength of how much I love the second season. Oh, man, you I passed read. me up. Now I need to get, I gotta, I gotta jump in. <laughs> I'm not too far. I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not too far yet. You feel me? But I'm definitely, it's on my to read. I've been reading Eden Zero a lot lately, too. All kind of shit. So I'm like, I'm catching up. Like, I'm, I caught up with Demon Slayer all the way after season one. So I imagine this anime could, uh, it's going to be the thing that finally gets me to dive all the way into the Platinum Inn uh, fandom. I'm excited about it. Now that you showed me the, tra- the uh, cause the trailer got me hyped, but seeing the covers and the, and the artwork for it, Beautiful. this looks pretty good. This looks pretty good. So we will keep you up to date, but this might be reviewed come fall 2021. But next up, we got something else dropping in January, 2021. Uh, Kimono Jahin or Kimono Jahin. Uh, basically, I sent you the trailer for that. The trailer dropped. And in a quiet rural village, a strange incident occurs where many domestic animals die unnatural deaths. To resolve the incident, an odd looking man from Tokyo who goes by the name Inugami comes to town to investigate in the town. He meets a young boy who has a mysterious air about him called Dorotabo. So. Krista, this is a trailer I sent you where it had the little boy and they had like the dude with like the ponytail yellow with the gun and like they had animals just dying everywhere and they had a frog that was fighting them. It looked pretty weird. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It looks kind of crazy. I, I remember whenever uh, the trailer originally dropped on the timeline, I had like re- retweeted it or quote retweeted it saying something like, I know Bakugo when I see him because that little nigga looked like Bakugo, one of the characters in there and I was just bullshitting. But uh Google people replied to that shit. Like, I think Otaku God, I want to say, hit me up and he was like, oh, son, I'm reading that. That shit's gas. I can't wait for the adaptation. And I saw Fade come on there. He was, Fade was like, oh, yeah, I'm hyped for this one. I seen something. <laughs> I was like, wait, so am I the only nigga that's not on this? I was like, what the fuck? I felt kind of played. I'm like, hold up, son. I'm I'm, I'm supposed to be the weed god. I've never heard of a Kimono Jihen before. I'm Fade like, was on it? Little... That makes me feel like I'm, I'm late, too, because I saw Pineapple tweet about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? So I'm looking at it like, maybe it's the name. So... I look I, like when you send me this trailer, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for it. I'm kind of just see, I'm, I'm hyped to see what it's about. This is the doing. one trailer where I'm like, okay, I, I, this is cool, but I need to see more from it. Exactly, because I'm, I don't know if I'm out of all yeah, the, out of all the ones we talked about, this is like the least interesting one. But this like might you be said, bleach. so many people said it was good to where I was like, all right, man, got to put it in the notes. So people are hype about this shit. And I'm like, okay, what's? I'm always down to see what the hype is about. But like January I said, it might be a, a bleach black clover for me. The episode one is might make it or break it if I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? It may be a great anime, but if I don't fuck with episode one or two and I drop it. And then season three comes out. I'm like, man, fuck that shit. Get on my ass if it's great. I'll check out the first three seasons. But the first season, y'all got to win me over quick with this one because I don't know how high my attention span is in 2021 when we're getting Shaman King, Bleach, Attack on Titan, still getting JJK. Like, it's going to be a lot of shit to watch. And if this, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm my own personal watching list shown and jump. Some shit could get the axe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? we'll see January 10th. We'll know about Kimono Jihi or Jihin, but we'll know soon enough. But also in the beginning of the year, April 2021, we're getting Tokyo Revengers. We got a trailer for this and I am hype. I started reading the manga after the first trailer and this story is great. This is right up your delinquent alley. So this is what it's about watching the news. 
Takamichi Hanagaki learns that his girlfriend from way back in middle school, Hinata Tachibana, has died. The only girlfriend he's ever had was just killed by a villainous group known as the Tokyo Manjin Gang. He lives in a crappy apartment with thin walls and has six years. A uh, younger boss treats him like an idiot. Plus, he's a complete and turtle virgin. At the height of his rock-bottom life, he suddenly leaps 12 years back to his middle school days to save Hinata and change the life he spent running away from hopelessly part-timer talk uh, Takamichi must aim for the top of Kanto's most sinister delinquent gang and join up to save his girlfriend. And basically he joins a gang and it's about his delinquent lifestyle. Shit is crazy. The action is amazing. The trailer showed a lot of cool aesthetic characters. I am hyped for this. Chris, are you hyped for Tokyo Revengers? Thanks, man. I'm hyped for fucking um, uh, fucking Black Clover Hero Academia <laughs> Force Hakusho. I'm definitely hyped for this one, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. This shit remind me of Black Clover Hero Academia Ow! fucking Hakusho Force <laughs> Hakusho Force Brotherhood, nigga. Like this shit, I done seen so many familiar character designs. Like these character designs look like fucking Asta, you know, goddamn fucking. I seen like a cool bar looking ass nigga. The, they look the like the blonde people, the dude with the ponytail and the long hair. Dude, like, nah, that's why I had Forrest, bro. Son look like Arthur. One of them homies look like fucking uh, <laughs> my son from fucking Full Metal Alchemist. You feel me? I don't know. It looks cool though. The thing is, I'm super hyped for this one. I want. I, I got a joke off it because the character designs. Like when you first see Homeboy with the black hair and the curly, like the curly back hair. Who does that look like, low key? It low key looks like. It looks like if Asta and you know Fuse. <laughs> shit is weird. That shit creeped me out a little bit. Just seeing the still of him look like that. And it, I'm not gonna lie. The trailer made me hype for this because first of all, I saw the delinquent shit and delinquent high school anime is my favorite kind of anime. Like the Yu Yu Hakusho introduced me to that bag. There's another bag called like Kyokara Oriwa or something like that with like a dude with long spiky hair, wears a face mask sometimes and his blonde haired kid. And there's kind of badass uh, delinquents. Uh, what was the what was the one you put me on? It was like some fucking delinquent shit. Oh, you talking you know about saying? the um? I know you talking about on Funimation. You talking about a uh, IVCP or I uh something like that. It was it was a, it was some kind of manga. It was like a I want to say it was saying oh a manga. Like oh, you, oh, you talking about manga? Oh, you talking about Holy Land? Holy Land. That shit is gay. <laughs> it's just like that's that's my favorite subgenre of anime. Oh just shit! Like, I thought you was talking about IGZP, the Funimation anime. No, Holy Land is fucking amazing. Oh, no. I, I still never seen that IG. You got to send me the link to that one because whenever you told me about oh, yeah. that one, I was like sold, but I could never find it after that. But like, that's something I'm probably going to binge. Like, I've been binging random shit. I've well, been shit, watching if that you Yuna. Like, if you like Holy Land, then, then you going to fuck with Tokyo Revengers. Holy Land is and great. And I fell off of Holy Land, but I got to go back and re, like, restart it. I only read like a couple chapters of that one. You know what I'm saying? But like, it was it was going somewhere. You feel me? From what I read from it. But uh, that's the Liquid Bag is my bag. And this trailer looks really great. Like, I, I can't even lie to you. I bullshit all these character designs feeling kind of familiar, but it looks like it's going to be fucking dope. No, it's going to be, that's going to be a hit of next year. Next year's anime awards are going to be crazy. Also, we got to decide when we're going to do that, whether that's going to be next week or the week of New Year's. Y'all let us know when y'all want the awards. Is it two? Should we do it before New Year's or the week of New Year's? Like, we need to, you know, the week of New Year's leading up or the week after just to kind of get y'all's vibes. We're going to discuss it. But that the Anime Talk Awards will either be next week or the week after. But yeah, man. I'm excited. That's, that's all the news we got this week. 2021's looking amazing. Let's get into our 
discussion. I told Otaku God this was an amazing question, and I was going to use this, so shout out to him. Otaku God basically posed the question on Twitter of, if you could uh, lose the knowledge of any anime and start it over from scratch today, which one would you choose? And it was tough, man, because I would love to do Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's, like, the first one I think of just because the story's so good, and I would love to, like, redo it. But Cowboy Bebop's also really up there for me just because of how Cowboy Bebop influenced my love of a lot of movies that I like. And now that I love those movies, rewatching Cowboy Bebop would be something that would be special. What's one that you got that if you could lose all the knowledge of, you would love to rewatch? Well, I always start with Death Note. Like, Death Note is iconic. That would be a good one. That one... That one was one of those those rides for me that I, I'm never gonna be able to get again because I, I know the mystery behind everything now. It was great. It was iconic. When I do rewatch it, it still does give me a great feeling. But I want to get that first feeling because I remember like staying up binging the fuck out of uh, Death Note. Like I literally lost sleep on that shit. Like I finished that in less than I guess less than two days. If I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? It didn't take long. Like Death Note was one of the ones. It was easy to binge. I put my boy, you know, I put our homie Doom on it and yep. he fucking binge the fuck out of that too. It's just one of them stories that it, it punches, it hits super hard. It's a roller coaster and it just doesn't slow down. Even when it slows down for a second, it's like it hits like this, stops, and then boom, you're back on a roller coaster. Promise again. Neverland's another one that would be good for, be could be good because of that. Just like relearning Promise Neverland without having to read the manga. So I could get it the way you got it, just through the anime. That would have been That'd have been a ride. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that that would be definitely with no knowledge. I remember you were watching it and you were saying you had knowledge of shit that you read the manga, so it was affecting certain things. The, the manga but, first uh, time reading is the is the vibe that like really set it for me. So watching it would have been a different one. So I'd have fucked with that. Any other yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I think I do the one piece. It. I do the one piece binge over. I'd think love to do it, the one piece. Like one. a bunch of. I was thinking about that one too. Like One Piece would be a great one. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I love One Piece, but a lot, and I tell this to people all the time, like, and I, I feel like I got to get this point across. I feel like you're going to agree with me, right? So One Piece, people get scared of the episode count. You feel me? Because it's such a long journey, but it's a kind of an adventure journey kind of anime. It's like, you're not, it's not one that you, and I know you would, you would agree to disagree because you caught up. You feel me? You want me to catch up too, but it's not one of those ones you have to rush to catch up on. You like don't when have you start to. start One Piece, it's like a casual ride to where it's fun the whole way through to where you'll be at episode 500 and you won't realize you're at episode 500 if you're not sitting there like, gotta get to Wano, gotta get to Wano. But see, yeah, because, but then when you, when you want to get to it, it's like, oh, now it's time to catch up. Yeah, you got to weed through a bunch of bullshit. Like, see me, whenever I started hitting certain parts in the Whole Cake Island arc, I was ready to get there. I knew it was coming up, and I, I was kind of got what I needed from the Whole Cake Island arc, and I was kind of ready for them to wrap it up and see how they wrapped it up and how shit got into the next thing. But when I first started One Piece, it was in, like, 2015. I guess it was before the Whole Cake Island or around that time. And um, I didn't really see too many spoilers on it. One of my homies, Dio, he was watching it. And he was telling me how good it was and telling me how I needed to hop on it. So and I really respected his opinion, too. Usually up on Yu Yu Hakusho. So I'm like, okay, Yu Yu will be in one of your favorites. This is one of your favorites. I'll give it a try off the strength of that. I was a Luffy hater, bro. I was like one of them niggas bullshitting Luffy on the timeline. But when I watched it, I wasn't trying to catch up. I didn't know where he was. I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that it was it was gonna be good. And I started it. Ever since then, I've been trying to get him on a hundred hundred and he just refuses. You feel me? I think he just recently started it. But uh that's the one, like when I watched One Piece, I took my time with it. Like it took me like a good year maybe a little bit over a year two years maybe to get to Fishman island arc then i got there and i kind of was like all right i need a one piece hiatus i had been watching it consistently for like a year or two just binging it every once in a while you feel me a few episodes here and there like whenever i had time to outside of work and uh 
that's one of the ones that you don't have to catch up on it because it's the journey that makes One Piece so great. Like the whole, you experiencing everything for the first time is such an amazement because oh, the way yeah. Oda writes things is very dynamic and it's very, uh, he knows how to pull your heartstrings. Like whenever people experience Water 7, I'm pretty sure that's an emotion they won't get from every other anime. That's they won't a fact. get a lot of times. You got to go back to that and get that again. That's a fact. No, that's that's why I say One Piece, but I think my my top two have to be Bebop and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, just because I got the story of FAMB is so good. I got a question for you because you know mm-hmm. I brought up Water Seven being a, a arc that you that's one of those ones in One Piece. If you had to like, I know you said One Piece is one of your ones that you'd go back and rewatch, but what would be the one you'd want to experience the, the arc you'd want to experience the most? Like the one that you remember, like oh shit, first experience and that, that, that you would want to experience that arc again. It, it has to be Innie's Lobby or Dressrosa. Those are the two that really like. Oh, yeah, and I know I know a lot of people would say Marine Ford, but for me, Marine Ford is like Infinity War. It's a spectacle. It's like, all right, everybody's here. We're going to just throw like boom, 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 boom. It's a war. But the intricacies of like the personal stories of like Luffy with Robin in Innie's lobby and then the story of Law and uh, Do Flamingo were so personal that like those two stories really stood out to me. So I would either choose Innie's lobby or Dressrosa. Hell yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. I definitely think Innie's Lobby, Innie's Lobby and fucking um, and those War are my Seven two, are two of my to, favorite arcs. To me, those are the two best arcs of One Piece, Dressrosa and Innie's Lobby, and I and I go Marine Ford third, and I know that's like blasphemy because niggas love Marine Ford, but it's just something about what what happened in Dressrosa and what happened in Innie's Lobby that like really would stood a chord to me. I hate. And this is a hot take, but I hated Impel Down so much. Like I, I Impel know you Down do. is like my least favorite. I'm not mad arc. at it. And I, I do like Marine Four. Marine Four is like a pocket of episodes for me that I really love. That I really feel like could be a movie. I feel like the, that little pocket it's episode. It's Infinity could be a movie, War, bro. And I love it. Like I love it to death. But at the end of the day, like it, it definitely was impactful. But Water Seven in his lobby is that one. Is yeah, that one is. for me. So so much iconic shit. I agree uh, with that one thousand percent. And I'm not an Ace guy. I fucking can't stand Ace. I love Ace too. I don't know what it is. I fucking love Ace. And Fuck that guy. The more, the more I look at Ace, the more I want to joke off him, like and just, just like, you know what I'm saying, make fun of him. But the same Dude, time, like, like, he's what, can we? He's can you be honest? Like Luffy did everything Ace did in a year, in under a year. Like Luffy Luffy's got to the new world under brother. a year, and like he, I know he had to train for two years, but like Ace was a bitch. He had to go serve on the white beard. Couldn't be his own man. Like don't get me started about fucking and, Ace. Like I'm a Sabo why, guy. I love Sabo compared this is to why Ace. I, I don't tolerate. I don't tolerate, you know what I'm saying, One Piece slander and shit like that because niggas will try to bullshit the fuck out of One Piece, you feel me, based off all kind of shit. But with Ace specifically, you know what I'm saying, he, the the whole first half of One Piece, right, before you get to the time skip, it was meant to build Luffy up into the world of One Piece to when you get to the new world, the new world, Luffy's a big player in that world, you feel me? Everything before a time skip set Luffy up to be the big dog that he is today, but Ace was just there to show show you that Luffy's that nigga and Ace ain't that nigga. But in the real world, Luffy uh, Ace got way more clout than Luffy and he's a bigger presence because people know him for this. They attach him to this. Uh, until Luffy gets all that, he's going to be like the runt little brother. But whenever he dies, it kind of shows you that Luffy... And you, you've been knowing Luffy, been that nigga before that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, Luffy's the big brother. Like, Luffy's the Ace, one that's Ace the... Is, Ace died, 
like, bro, this is a bitch. Like, oh, he, he fuck that bitch. nigga, he just bro. Like, he like the big brother that let the little brother surpass him. Like, he's fuck like the big that brother nigga, that literally the, the the little brother. That's why Sabo is the G. Sabo is the big brother that's the dog, man. That's my guy. And even Sabo. Sabo is cool, but I mean, Sabo's a revolutionary. Sabo. I fuck with Sabo. I really fuck with Sabo. Sabo not going to just die like that, that nigga. bro. Oh, yeah, no, Luffy is that dude. But I'm just saying, Sabo not going to die like no bitch. Like, Sabo they not going to they hold my nigga Ace. You feel? I don't even know if Ace knew hockey. Like that's how much that's how much of a weakling Ace is. Do we do we even know? Like did Ace know hockey? Bitch ass Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. I don't think so. He was just a weakling. Like but man, he, not everybody could be Luffy and Zoro. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, let Zoro be stronger than him. Like nah, nigga, Ace you a bitch. But Zoro was the goat. Zoro was goaded. But I think that Ace was just meant to be that martyr to be like Luffy. It's, it's to break right Luffy here. through that ceiling. Ace is right here, and it's to make Luffy look at this and then become this. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm with you. And that's the only thing I feel like. I feel like Ace served his purpose. I feel like he's one of them characters. Like to me, I don't. I don't like Kaguya because I feel like, and I understand it's 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 the purpose of Kaguya and Naruto, but I don't like it because I feel like it's purposeless. I feel like you couldn't, you didn't have to add the mother of chakra and all that shit. And I feel like I guess you did, but I was cool with Madara being the last villain, not getting hold and shit like that. So. I be seeing certain shit, you know what I'm saying, happen. And I feel like Ace, Ace died. And I feel like you got a lot from it. Like Ace died. But it needed most, to happen. Like he Definitely. died at the same time as Whitebeard. Him and Whitebeard both died together. And I don't look like Whitebeard died like a savage. You know what I'm saying? Whitebeard died G. like a gangster. But Ace. I don't know many niggas that'll die standing up. Bitch ass nigga. He didn't even want to smile at the end like a D. He gave like a little. Like, I don't even call nigga wasn't even a real D, nigga. Nigga was a bitch. Like, go sit your ass down, ace. Poor this D ace. Son of Roger. We're not like a hoe. <laughs> that, that he definitely got his ass murked. You know what I'm saying? Big bags. Like he, he had honor. He he was he was like a lot of he had a lot of same personality. I, I definitely love seeing the callback to him in Wano. You feel me? I definitely love Ooh, seeing that. Oh, look at you spoiling shit. Like, look at you. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying how they call like how, how they how they call back to him. It could just be a flashback, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. But um <laughs> I know for sure because I, I know Sabo was coming back. Like the thing is, whatever you see adult Sabo and Jump Force, nigga, if you read in one piece and you're like, wait, you get to after he Marine Four, you just get introduced to Sabo. You're sitting there like, wait, this nigga dies. And then when they don't address that shit, for, you know what I'm saying? After he dies, it's sitting there like, wait a minute. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's more than people who before that. But at the same time, like you see adult Sabo, you know this nigga Sabo is alive. Yeah. But, and, matter of fact, oh, I knew of Ace. I knew Ace's death. Yeah, I knew what Ace, happened. I, I knew Ace. I, I knew Ace died before I, before I even watched One Piece, just because I played video games. That's a fact. But uh, let's get to the review because we got two episodes to cover. I know we normally do two, but because we gave you back-to-back weeks, we had to talk about it. And I'm kind of sad that we're talking about this week's Attack on Titan, even though the episode was great, because I feel like next week's episode is going to be amazing. That's why we're starting off with AOT, because this week was kind of the reflecting episode. But it was very necessary. Episode 62, The Door of Hope. Reiner reflects on his past, remembered what pushed him to become the warrior and keep moving forward when all hope was lost. So now we get to see their beginning, Reiner's beginning of leading up to everything that happened with Paradise, where he came from, how he got there, and then how he almost committed suicide, but Falco's saved his life pretty much, and now how he's fighting to save the young warriors because he doesn't believe what they were doing in Paradise was right. It wasn't It wasn't right. It wasn't just for the Marleans. The Marleans didn't give a damn about them. They just sent these child soldiers out here to die and basically kill people they had no idea were actually good people. You told them this whole time that they're devils, but now I built a relationship and I saw they're not devils. The devils are the people who sent us here. 
crazy episode. Love the reflection, but it was it was it wasn't as good as the first two, but it was very necessary. For sure. Um, I'm not gonna lie. This one's definitely continuing my theory of like they're they're trying to make you feel sorry for these motherfuckers and let you know like literally both they had sides no choice are not wrong. Like at the end of the day, like they painted Rainer and they painted uh Bernhold as a as traitors, and they were. But this, at the end of the day, they weren't traitors because they were never loyal to niggas in the first place. They had yep. their own loyalties and shit like that. And I love seeing how you're you're getting the big pain, the big picture painted that war is toxic and war fucks up more people than just the main powers. Cause like war isn't the people, war is the the bosses telling the people what to do. But seeing how the people's lives are affected on the on the front the lines is yeah. really important. It's really important because war isn't done with through a video game. These are real people's lives that That's are getting fact. lost. You know what I'm and saying? I think and the, I think the guy who hung himself was a great like example of that. Like they were, they couldn't understand why that dude told them that story and then just hung himself. But he was a victim of just this constant onslaught of Titans. He couldn't take it anymore. Dude just didn't want to live anymore. And it was just, it was crazy. And then seeing just Annie, like Annie was like, you don't understand. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm trying to dip. I'm trying to make it home. I'm trying to live. I don't give a fuck about these Marleans. I don't give a fuck about these people in paradise. Like you may care. I don't give a shit. These people don't give a fuck about us, but I'll keep doing the mission because if I, if I go back, I'm going to die. I have to go back with all of us since you want to be a bitch and still work for these people. Son, them niggas was mad disrespectful. They heard that man tell that story about what happened to his family and kill himself, and them niggas went right back to the gang and told them niggas that was their story. Yeah, nigga, our parents, our family was killed by Titans. Like, damn, nigga, y'all stole son's story. That nigga just killed himself. Y'all down terrible, boy. That was some that was some disrespectful, ferocious shit. I they see down that, terrible like, when, when, they, when they let Ymir eat they nigga. Bro, and then I didn't even know that was Ymir tell. I had to watch it a second time. I was like, what is that for real? And... That's just but that's how, terrible. But bro. that's how she knew. That's how when she was like, I know y'all, because she was wandering around in the desert as a titan for forever. And she only uh, came to because she ate that nigga. Yeah, for buku years. I want to say it was like it was like hundreds. Like 40, 40, 50 something, you know what I'm saying? But it was it was a lot, it was a lot of years. She was out there fucking tightening it up, tightening it up. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't can change Same back. Time, Crazy. They ate, she ate they fucking homie, and they was just like shit. And we gotta did. go. <laughs> and and, and the first, their first action was like, "Yeah, let's just go destroy Wall Maria." <laughs> and the, the the fucked up part about that to me is that was like a last ditch effort because they was fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Shit was going wrong, and they had to make shit go right. And the thing with me is, damn, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name right now. Uh, Which one, Annie? Annie. Damn, I can't believe I, I couldn't uh, think of her name, but she whooped the fuck out of Rainer's ass. Like, oh my God, that ass whooping was a brutal. You could really see the frustration. You could feel the weight. She was one of my favorite characters this episode because she was one of my favorite characters season one. Even though you hate her towards the end of season one. This episode really made you like her. Like a lot of people don't think, because I, I knew it was, she was female Titan. When I saw female Titan, like not too long into it, I was like, for how Annie. she looks. Yeah, just for how the Titan looks itself. I, I'm sitting there the whole time. I didn't, not, it wasn't confirmed. I'm sitting there like, that's the only one. That's, that's, Annie, the, right? that's the only Titan that looks like the person that it is. Because Reiner's Titan doesn't look like him. Bertolt's Titan, I really didn't know that was him. No, and I like Ar- and Aaron's Titan kind of looks like him, but not really. But Annie's Titan looks like him. Looks With like Reiner's her. Titan, I was like, I should have knew that was you, but I didn't. But and I was like, I, I knew that's Annie. Like, I knew that was yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you see the contrast in her personalities from season one to this episode. Like she was a completely different person than what she but that's was. She had to be. 
And I love that about it. I love that about this episode because you see her be that cold, hardcore, quiet kind of character in season one. And you know why by the end of season one, but at the beginning, you really, even till the end of season three, you really don't know her personality, but now you get more of a window into the real, you know what I'm saying? The real Annie. And it's, it's, it's definitely nuts to see She's a real person just like anybody else. She didn't want to be out there doing that shit. That was a mission to her. She wanted to turn around when the mission was starting to fail and they made her keep doing that shit. Even when they stayed out there for a long time, she was like, hey, we need to go back and report this shit. He was like, nah, time. son, we're not going back empty-handed. We got to like, take, take our wall rose. And she was like, bro, still? Like, your ass is not in the sewers getting information. Like, I'm the one risking it. Nigga, you playing with your friends. Like, take this shit seriously. We're going to bring our fucking ass home. Like, you're clowning. Literally. and But that's true. Rhino was just making connections and she was like, I don't give a fuck about these people, bro. Like, I got a family back home. Like, I'm trying to get to them. Like, you are clowning. I'm sorry you're just living in this fantasy world playing pretend like, bro, it's time to go. Try to be a fucking hero. Yep. He trying to keep that shit to say. He trying to act like, you know what I'm saying? But all that he, guilt, he that's why he ass. wanted to. But all that guilt built up from doing that to Annie and doing all the things that he did to Aaron and them and befriending Aaron and realizing that, like, everything he believed in before was a lie and, like, the trauma of having his dad not want him because he wasn't Marleyan, like, all of that led to him wanting to kill himself. And that scene where he had the gun in his mouth, he started crying. That was such a powerful scene when Falco he saved his to, life. He was going to die. Like, out, if, if Falco didn't knock, he was done. Facts. And he was definitely, he was like, he loaded the shit, cocked the shit. Cocked, he was ready. Bro, he was gone. And the thing is, I'm sitting there like, damn, after all that shit? Like, after all that shit? <laughs> but you know what really stood out to me as well? Like, they really, 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 really drew that comparison to Aaron. Even when they went to the flashback of Aaron, you feel me? Uh, Rainer, whenever Aaron was, uh, remember how he was getting, he was trying to get the o OPT to work or whatever it was. He was trying yeah. to get the shit to work, the equipment, and he he just couldn't get it. And he asked Rainer, he was like, bro, how do you do it? And Rainer, like, that was real genuine. Like, he was like, bro, you got to keep pushing through it. It's like, you got to do what you got to do, nigga. You got to think about that when you're doing shit. Like, that's the only, and that the was only a way facade. I get through shit. That was fake. So fake. It was fucked up. Because the thing is, you see him say that, and you see him put the gun in his mouth. and But he literally told Aaron, that. keep going, bro. He, he told Aaron, keep going. And the thing with me is, Aaron came up fucked up. He came up fucked up. And then the thing is, realizing that, oh, shit. But I lie. He didn't even realize Aaron was a tight at that point in time. But he still felt that connection to that that kid being the little underdog because Aaron really was nigga was the only nigga whose shit didn't work and yeah. found out it was faulty but at the same time he was the only one looking like he was struggling and Rainer from the whole episode they just showed him they showed his ass get beat the fuck up and my nigga uh, my nigga Zeke was like hey y'all come on let that man cry like that shit just like nigga he get his ass whooped on the ring like he nigga, that's just him he'll cry Zeke let him cry him, off it's like really Zeke he looks, told him don't nah. cry too long too nigga you can cry but don't cry too long <laughs> alright nigga we, we Yo, I don't we'll fuck with Zeke bro fuck that nigga Zeke Zeke is a bitch. Zeke is definitely a different character. I definitely want to see a little bit more of his, his story because he's definitely got a, little, a lot of mystery to him. You feel me? I like the last episode where he was talking about, nigga, the wipe my ass. Like how he shit it on the last episode. He's like, that's the only secret I got, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, niggas know, <laughs> niggas know about me. But uh, he's definitely intriguing. Like, people was, are starting to fuck with Rainer. Or, uh, I'm not really starting to fuck with him. I'm starting to I'm feel bad for him. Bro. I don't even feel I bad feel for him. Fuck that nigga, bit. dog. Fuck that it, nigga, Rainer. I feel more bad for Boltold. That's what I feel that bad nigga for. Daddy had shitted on him. Like, I feel bad for Bertolt like, and Annie. That's what I feel bad for. Annie's still over in paradise on Frozen, and Bertolt's yeah, dead. I really feel bad That's what I feel her. bad for. That. Like, fuck that nigga Reiner, dog. Nigga living life, yeah. pussy ass. This, 
I don't really fuck with none, nobody on that side except for really Annie. Me neither. I really fuck for her from and day I definitely one. don't fuck with Gabby. Fuck that bitch, Gabby. No, it's fuck Gabby for sure. Like, nigga, it's fuck Gabby. It was fuck Rachel Spring. It was fuck Bakima all summer. Now it's fuck Gabby, son. No cap. This Gabby gotta go, bro. She's yeah. the worst. Like, the last only episode, one I'm still stung Fal- off of that. The only one I fuck with is Falco on this side. And I definitely don't fuck with Rainer after that speech he gave last episode about Homegirl because you just, this whole episode make that Rainer's speech make fake. you look even more like a bitch. Just like, you look like a bitch. That's nigga. all he is. He's a fake phony pretending to be that nigga who got ate by Ymir. And that's why Porco was like, nigga, you keep pretending to be my brother. That's all you doing, nigga. So. And that's down terrible, bro. Like, they just some some horrible niggas in general. That's but why they had I a really bad feel life. bad for Bert Holt, but like Rainer, I feel bad for him and Bert Holt and all them just in general of what they were thrown into. Because it, it's yeah. not really their fault. It's like not when I saw fault. his dad, his dad do that to him. I'm like, okay, he's definitely a fucked up. It's fuck him. He's a fucked up individual, but he's definitely got some trauma that he is not dealing with healthily because he has no But his other dad has to. no choice. That's the fucked up thing because his dad's like, his dad fell in love with an Eldian, but he knows that's against the law. And it's like, you can't help who you love, but like, and it's, it's definitely fucked up in his position, too. And I understand how he's acting and how he's acting. But, like, imagine Rainer, you know, growing up like up. that. Yeah, no, that's fucked up, for sure. No, that's like, even, no, I'm saying it's even worse for him, but it's fucked up on both sides. Oh, no, it, it's it probably worse, worse on one him. side. No, it's definitely worse for Rainer. That nigga's a, life is a mistake. That nigga, yep. he is a mistake. You feel that's me? That's what he believes, for sure. What would you rate this episode one through five? I'm giving it a four, two, just to keep our episode rankings lower. But, like, I understand if you give it four or five. I'm giving this shit four, eight. Four, eight? Tug the heartstrings so much, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I feel that. I feel that. I'm I'm, I'm going up to full five. I'm going up to full five. This one fucked me up, bro. Like, with the the Aaron comparison, really, because he's looking at Aaron whenever Aaron was like, man, I'm just a bitch-ass nigga. And fucking, you see him, he's like, nah, man. Like, you got to understand him being the bitch-ass nigga. He is looking like that nigga. Like, he's looking like that nigga to Aaron. Aaron's like, damn, he know how to work his fucking OPT, which is like, I guess, his only fucking bar at that point. You feel me? But he's but looking, up, he's looking up to like, this nigga. This nigga is just lying. He's just But, but that's lying. why it hurts so bad when you figure out he's a trainer, because I feel like that's a, a traitor. Because uh, that's the character, that's a character that, you know, Aaron low-key looked up to. He didn't, I don't think he ever said Aaron's my idol. I mean, uh... uh but he looked at him like a big brother, like someone, like someone that was just ahead of him that knew what he was doing and, like... Yeah, no, one hundred percent. You could tell that. that there was that that was that relationship on Rainer's part. He's looking at him like, "Damn, little nigga." Do you think? Oh, how we gotta do you. It's fucked up. How we gotta do you? What you think about the cripple guy? Wait, what you mean? I forgot. I didn't. I don't remember the cripple guy. The the dude who was said he was faking to uh be at the hospital when he did when he could go back to his family. The nigga with the uh with with one leg who was talking to Falco at the end. Oh, I, I didn't think too much about it. I didn't think too much of it. You don't think really nothing of it? it? I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that part. I rewatched the first half. Do you not know who that I'm is? Like, has the timeline not spoiled that for you? No. What happened? You don't know wait. who that is? I don't I don't remember. I gotta go back and look. Let me pull this up. The nigga I, at I the like end, wait, wait. The, the nigga at the end that's talking to Falco with the long hair, the cripple nigga. I might be missing something, bro. Don't tell me. Oh, wait. I, I'm pretty sure. No, you're not missing nothing, but like I'm I'm I surprised you don't shit to the goddamn credits, nigga. I feel like oh wait. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you at what time frame he in. He at Oh, I'm on JJK. Fuck. Not Hold on. Give me a sec. I'm going to get to it. Because I'm surprised you haven't brought up the cripple guy yet. That shit's still open. All right, hold on. I'm going to tell you a time. All right, go to uh, go to 20 minutes and 22 seconds. Maybe I just forgot about it. Let me see. The, the nigga who talking about with, with, the, with the crutch, the cripple guy. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. 
now I think I know who you're talking about. Who is this? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Let me see. You said 20 what? 20, 2022. Or you could do 20, 20, 20 40, whatever, whatever, but just 20 something. I'm getting the goddamn fucking buffer. That's why you need to be on VRV. Moves fast. Or maybe your yeah, internet I, just slow. One of the two. My Wi-Fi garbage right here. That's what I think it is. All right, I'm seeing Falco. Oh, Kenny? You think that's Kenny? That Kenny? Talking about Falco? I think that's... Wait, no, 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 no. Nigga got a fucking beard and shit. Who you I think saw Kenny earlier. Falco? Kenny was no, earlier Kenny, in there. Kenny was in the flashback. That's a fact. But who do you think is who the, the cripple guy talking Falco? You really don't know? Ah, nigga got long hair. Nigga got a beard and shit. Wait a minute now. His face. <laughs> Hold up. I didn't see his face behind him fucking long ass hair. Because I was thinking about that. I forgot about this nigga. Because I was thinking about that whenever I was watching this. So I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? I just thought he was just some random ass nigga. But that, they got a close up on his face through the bangs a second ago. I feel like I should know who this is. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Especially because I see that one little eye, but no, the time I didn't, didn't spoil that for me. That's crazy. Oh, I'm hyped. You don't Out know all who the this shit is. I took from this episode. I cannot, for the life of me, think of who this is. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing content for people who know who this what? is. And this nigga don't know who this is. <laughs> You're going to be mind blown when you find out who this is then. It's been a while since I watched the first three seasons. I haven't watched it since season three ended. You feel me? I should have been catching up again. You feel me? Well, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm, just, I'm looking I'm just... in the comments on Country Roll and nobody even spoiling it. Because they know. Oh, I had the spoilers turned off. I mean, the spoilers turned off. What the fuck? You going to make me rewatch this shit a couple times. <laughs> love it. I love it. Hell well, we yeah. Gotta, we got to tap back into this next episode. We gonna, I'm going to keep asking, who is this guy? And you go, we going to keep going. I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think a second thought of it when I first seen him. I'm like, okay, this is a random ass conversation. This is a random guy. I really don't fuck with Falco, bro. I really don't fuck with Falco at all. <laughs> you Nigga are holding me. See, like, I don't fuck with none of them. You them, needed them, to them pay attention niggas. to the convo of Falco. The convo that that crippled dude had with Falco is very important. All right, I'm about to go. I'm, I'm gonna rewatch that. I definitely gotta see what's going you on. You gotta rewatch it, it over my head. You gonna know who Everything it is the else moment. Was the, so deep to me. I should have. I should have known this shit had the, a lot of the, significance. The fact of please pay attention to everything he tells Falco because you gonna know who it is the moment we finish this. You gonna know who it is once you hear what he tells him. Crazy. That's not how I, that nigga always looked though, right? Because damn, that's how he looked. I'm, I'm just saying. All right, we're done. We're off of this, L- ladies and gentlemen. This is hilarious. This is amazing content. I can't wait till <laughs> next time we review this. Because I hope the episode I think what the fuck? happens. Chris is going to lose his mind. All right. Let's get to JJK episode 12. Great episode. To you someday. Mahito uh, def- uh, definitely uses Yoshihino's admiration toward him to make him fight Itadori. Uh, Junpei races towards vengeance and Itadori exchanges blows with him to try and make him explain his motive, which leads to him learning the cruel truth from uh, Junpei's lift. Then when Mahito creeps up behind them, he then kills Junpei. Well, turns him into a, a, a reek. Transfigures his soul. Turns him into a creature, and Junpei dies. And basically, uh, basically, uh, fucking Itadori Yuji has to fight Mahito, and him and Sukuna laugh at him. It's a great moment where the where, the, where we see the two demons laughing at him, and then fucking uh yuji goes full just deck um not deck who goes what well, yeah deck who gets overhaul mad but more so gone against p2 mad where the fucking screen just goes black and we just see all the the his curse energy go up and he just starts busting mahito's ass 
And then Mahito starts busting his ass and basically Nanami has to save him. And then the episode ends with Nanami versus Nanami and uh, Yuji versus Mahito. But a great episode to show how strong the villain Mahito is and just show he's a compelling villain. And I loved when Sukuna was like, bro, me and you laughed at this nigga Yuji, but don't get it twisted, nigga. I am not fucking with you. Don't touch my fucking soul. Use a lower rank demon, nigga. Know your fucking place. Fuck you, Mahito. Yeah, that, that, nigga literally, that nigga literally said, hey, we shared that laugh one time, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to spare you this time. I'm going to let you know, nigga. Stay in a bitch nigga's place, nigga. <laughs> yeah. You not me. You never going to be me. You not on my level. Get it out your head right now. <laughs> Just know the only reason why it's I let, I'm let you live right now is because I fuck, yeah, I fuck with that. I, I fuck the fact you laughed at this bitch-ass nigga, Eugene You are nobody to me. <laughs> like, I love the fact you that you see, laughed at the way The way Mahito was talking about that nigga before, like that nigga was the way he was talking about. It, oh, we bring Sakuna out. We was talking about that nigga. He's like, oh, let's go. And Sakuna was like, sit the fuck back. You're not ready for this. Please he was like, we gonna get out. Sakuna on my side. Like we gonna be t- nah, nigga. Fuck you. Like I got my plan. Like, like you, you have trying to, to offer me. You trying to get Yuji? You don't understand. You trying to make me make a pact with him? You just don't know. I already made a pact with this bitch ass nigga, and I got him right That's where I, I want him the whole time. I'm sitting there like he wanting the pact to get made. Yuji don't even know the fucking pact is done. It's pact over. Is made. Sukuna's is about to have fun. It looks like he's just waiting on the, the perfect time to yep. show his ass. Would you think of Mahito as a villain, and, and would you think of the fight? And oh, what well, more so? Would you think of Junpei, man, getting used like a bitch? And then when he realized Mahito was a bad person, he just was like, "What have I done?" <laughs> I got thoughts on all of that. Uh, all of that. Like first things first. This is a twenty-four episode season. If it was your usual typical twelve episode season, this would have been a great finale. Yeah, great, great, great finale. Love the fight. It was icon. It's my favorite fight so far uh, in the series. Uh, held a lot of weight for me at first. The beginning of the episode was moving kind of rapidly, and I was just sitting there like, mm, "Where's this going?" And then once the fight started ensuing, I, bro, there were two graphic ass fucking fights in both of these episodes we watched this week. And Attack on Titan, whenever I, whenever I saw. Yeah, um, and he whooped that dude's ass. That made me physically uncomfortable because she didn't stop. And then she just kept going and kept going. I was like, bro, this is somebody, nobody calling time out. Like nobody, telling, yeah, nobody but separating these shit. niggas. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, with this one. Mike's face was fucked up when you bro, just fucked Mike's face. I want to go read the manga to see how that panel looks. Oh, yeah, it looks damn. crazy. I, the the thing like, in the manga, I was so happy they accomplished the schooner in Mahito laughing at him because in the manga, it was fucking just bone chilling, just damn, I feel bad for Yuji. And just like the way that Gagey drew it, it was beautiful. And the, I got to say, the anime accomplished it very well. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't read the manga, but the anime definitely, it looked amazing. You feel me? The black and white scenes. Yeah, it looked uh, great. The fight. The fight with Yuji versus Junpei was iconic to me because this nigga, this nigga Yuji Itadori really whooped this man ass out the building and whooped his ass back in the building. Iconic, nigga. You you up there with Yusuke Yurameshi for me. That's a flex. You whooped the nigga <laughs> ass outside and uppercut that nigga back inside? Yeah. Disrespectful, son. That's the ultimate disrespect. You was whooping that boy ass too bad, son. Why you had to do that boy that? And then instantly feel sorry for that nigga afterwards because... I really because Yuji didn't know his mom somewhere. died, and then he found out his mom died. Crazy. That also, was hard. I, that was a hard I, way to realize. I, I don't. That. I don't like that Yuji thought he could join the the Jujutsu Tech. Like Junpei ass now wasn't going to join no one. You liked it. I liked it. I just in the I back of my it, mind, bro. I was like, God, you're not about to accept this nigga Junpei. Like even at first, him. I was like Junpei a bitch ass nigga, but then I was like, <laughs> he's low key a product of of what happened. Oh yeah, him. no, he is 100. percent But that don't mean so that really that doesn't mean Goju was going to accept his ass. 
like creature creature um I felt bad for creature creature Junpei, but he asked for that. You shouldn't, have, so you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't have went go work with this nigga Mahito. You don't know who he is, and all of a but sudden your mama turned into a curse. Like the fact that your mom turned into a curse. You never Mahito thought that like off that nigga, bro. Like that nigga prayed on that nigga. Mahito did. definitely like he was like like on some uh on some like weird vibe type, you know what I'm saying? Manipulation type no, shit. For he, sure. he realized this nigga was down in the dumps. Like, oh shit. Oh, these niggas was beating your ass and bullying you. I just murdered these niggas. Nigga, and come rock with looking, me, nigga. I'm your hero, nigga. He was just looking for a reason to like live, man. And like he didn't real like, and the thing is when Junpei realizes that Mahito killed his parent, his mom, he was like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Like what just a tear you know when his saying? eye dropped, when, when Yuji was like, he's a bad person. He was like, he's a bad person. He thought about all the, just the transfigurations. When the tear came down his eye, I just felt bad for him. But that's, that's you, Junpei. You shouldn't have been following that nigga. And at first I, I didn't, like at first I was mad at him, but then I realized that shit happened to him so fast. Everything happened to him so fast that it's hard to take in and it's hard to comprehend, especially when you're his age. Like a lot of, a lot of shit about this show is keeping these kids as kids, like seeing Megumi, Versus um uh humble with the, the hair bun, you feel me? To uh total oh yeah seeing them fight. I'm like, man, these are two teenage niggas fighting over some stupid shit. And it's funny to watch. These niggas just so happen to be super strong. When you see um when you see fucking Junpei, his whole character for the last three episodes, he's just like, Oh, this this Pete wins emo nigga. So it's like these are high school kids. The whole the whole thing with um uh damn, I forget homeboy's name with the glasses. Oh, Nanami. Uh, Nanami. The whole thing with Nanami wanting to keep Yuji's Innocence is because that shit has a real impact on people. And I like how the mangaka is definitely highlighting the fact that emotions are a real thing. And things that affect you in your younger days come back to <laughs> affect you. you. And you're not in your right mind. Like, I don't really blame Junpei because he's just a young nigga who some fucked up shit happened to him real quick. He's still taking that shit off. Like, he's taking that shit in. He's still dealing with the trauma of losing his mom. He's yeah. not handling that shit healthily, but he's not over that. That shit didn't just happen and he's on the next stage. Everything he's doing is a result of him being confused, scared. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, I feel even worse for him seeing him turn to a curse because, like, damn, there's no hope for him now. That nigga's gone. Yeah. And it's like, at first, they want you to look at him as the villain. He's like Mahito's sidekick. And it, I'm looking at it on some, like, villain... Big villain, underling Engine, villain. He's yeah. gonna take him under his wing, but it's like, bro, he really was. Yuji saw the good in him, and Yuji was like, no, bro. And I didn't see the good in that nigga he tried to save. That was like, what, a rapist or whatever? A couple episodes ago, I was like, Yuji, let that fuck nigga die. Oh, yeah. Remember when Megumi was like, nigga, no, this, you know who this dude is? Yeah. And Yuji was like, he don't deserve to die. I was like, let that motherfucker sit. You don't even know that nigga. You feel me? But he built a relationship with Junpei. And you definitely see that Junpei is a real person. Like, he definitely didn't want to fuck with Yuji when they first interacted. But he ended up leaving that conversation where, like, okay, this nigga's not that bad. He's still an annoyance in my life because I know what I got to do. I feel like I know what I got to do. But while he's in the midst of doing that, his mom dies. And then he's... I don't don't blame him for not knowing how to react to that shit. And it's definitely heavy. The fact that they killed him the way they did and Yuji reacted to it the way he did. Because that's, to me, super powerful. That's uh, worse than, like, a death. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting. I was expecting it to be real corny and cringy, but it definitely pulled my heartstrings more than it should have. And then seeing Nanami pull up and be like, "What happened?" Like, look at you, nigga, and he's like, "I couldn't save niggas." And Nanami's like, "Damn, it's fucked up." What about that- your body, nigga? Like, you got holes in you. Like, I'm not. I'm not asking about these other niggas. I want to know how. How are you, bro? And he's like, "I'm alright." And he's like, "Nah." That's nigga, a lot about Yuji's right. character. Yuji will Sh- take on whatever burden. Shows he he's a to. good MC. This episode was great. Mm-hmm. I'm giving this one a five. This one deserves a five. Big fives. Five Big fives. Sure. Five energy for me. Five. Shout out to shout out to uh shout out to Birdman. Big fives. <laughs> That's what this and one is. Definitely, 
definitely fucking huge is uh, up there and one of my top MCs of all time. There was been a lot of speculation before we started watching Jujutsu Juju, uh, Kaisen. There's been a lot of talk of me saying Jujutsu Kaisen's the next Demon Slayer. I can full heartedly say uh, uh, Yuji Tadori greater than Sign Tanjiro Kamabashi. Thank you. Uh, you know but Thank I still love Demon Slayer as a series. No, I know, like I that, know, I know. You know, I I'm know. a big fan of Inosuke. Tanjiro has not never been my nigga, but Yuji is. Bro, like I've, I've had an impactful MC like this in the past ten years with Mob. You feel me? I, I wasn't fucking with Gone as hard as I was fucking with other niggas. I was fucking with uh, Tanjiro, but Mob is the only nigga that broke into my top five favorite MCs of all time. Yuji's he's there too. He's getting there. You feel me? Like he's breaking in. You feel he's me? A so great I, I definitely respect him. He's not your typical shonen MC. They they handled the way he he's an MC hero character very well. Yeah, they do. It's super realistic. I am I am loving, loving, loving JJK. Well, hell yeah, Chris, man. That's all we got this week. Tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Well, you can find me being fancy with my wine glass and my pinky out on my Twitter <laughs> at Chris SJ. You can see all the hot takes. If you want to see me stand Uzi, you know what I'm saying? That's where to find it at. If you want to see what I've been watching, what I've been reading recently, my anime list. Maybe want to skip. I've been at, bro, I've been updating that bitch up to like nigga. All the hentai I've watched in in the game, if I remember the title, it's on my watch list and I have rated it. I've rated it in a level of enjoyment from <laughs> literally the spinoff series. I've, I've shown the, like how how little I've watched of some series and how much I've watched of some series, embarrassing as it may be. So <laughs> if y'all want to find some random shit out about the Chris and read along what I've been reading lately, I got I to gotta say one of them that's intrigued me. I don't know if you've seen this on the timeline, but... uh. There's a couple manga that I've been peeping out lately. I'm not too far into either one of them. I'm going to say four or five chapters, but definitely peep out. Uh, I, I don't know what the, the title is in Japanese, but the Japanese name is blowing up more than the English name, but it's like Song of the Nightwalkers. That shit is kind of hard. Like the aesthetic is very unique. I love the character designs in this manga. Um, and there was another one. I think it's like Galaseum or something like that. Crazy, etchy shit, but it's like a battle manga. It's like you see Bruce Lee, uh, there's like a bunch of there's like a Chuck Norris character. You see, it's like a, a bunch of odes to these OG action okay. characters, and it's like it's it's definitely like a parody kind of etchy series to where it's like there's a girl kind of main character robot esque. I don't know how to explain it without spoiling shit, but it's definitely I'll say interesting to say say the least. And the art style is crazy. Reminds me of like some berserk super saneen shit. So it's definitely okay. a, a good saneen's bag. Uh, Galicium, if y'all interested in that. Hell yeah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Chris and check out his my anime list shit. Y'all should check out Mission uh the Shonen Jump. I, legit, I saw I started reading. I'm basically reading all the Shonen Jump right now, man. Pretty much, damn damn near. But. Fucking uh, Sakamoto days. Yeah, fuck yeah, I love it. But uh, Mission uh, Yozakura family, Mission Yozakura family, fire, fire. I've been seeing a lot of that one too. Fire, gas pack, amazing. I love that. But you guys can follow me at LimbyWT. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out all the content on the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe if you listen to this on the Anime Podcast. Spotify, subscribe. We're going to have the Eden Zero video coming for you. We're going to have the Kira Run It Back finally coming for you. So, guys, just be patient. All of that's coming. But until the next time, we will talk to you. We'll pro- the next time we talk to you will probably be the Anime Talk Awards. Until then, have yeah. a good one. And peace. Whoa. Ten seconds, ten seconds. What? 